Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Fringe. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 8, titled Back to Where You've Never Been. Uh, Yet another phenomenal, phenomenal episode uh, that kicks off this, this insane two-part arc that, in my mind, is where the season truly kicks off. This is where it really goes into high gear. Like, everything we've seen so far, everything we've talked about with this season up until this point, has, in my mind, been essentially prologue. And this is where everything truly starts. This is where the true propelling force of season four really kicks in. And this is where it really starts to get good. Uh, but before we get into the meat of this episode, uh, we're, we're still, we're still navigating an alternate timeline. We're still, uh, we're still figuring some stuff out. We're still sort of, you know, dealing with this, uh, with this new history, with this new lore. So, of course, we're going to start off with everyone's favorite segment. Things that are different. God, that's stupid. That stupid intro. I hate it. I hate it so, so freaking much. Oh, my God. It's the worst. Anyway, so there's a bunch of stuff that this episode reveals about this alternate timeline. Uh, First off, Massive Dynamic in this timeline has long since recovered Walter's portal that he used to cross between universes originally back in the 80s. Uh, It has been in their storage for long as time. Uh, And it's what Peter and Lincoln used to cross over to the other side in this timeline. In this episode, like, they go to the Opera House and uh, cross over that way. Also, Opera House, on the other side, not Ambered in this timeline. Which makes all the sense, because Peter's not there. Peter doesn't get kidnapped by Walternet. Peter doesn't get kidnapped by Walternet. Uh, Olivia and Walter and all the Cortexafan kids don't use the Opera House to cross over to the other universe. Peter, uh, Walter and Olivia and all the other Cortexa fan kids don't use the Opera House to cross over to the other universe. Uh, Breach never uh, is in danger of opening there. Breach never in danger of opening there. Opera House never gets ambered. That is a pretty standard cause and effect, and effect, and effect, and effect, and effect, and effect type deal. Also... Not only has Olivia never used her Cortexafan powers to cross between universes, she doesn't even know she can do it. She isn't even aware that that's a thing. So, yeah, there's that. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. I, I don't think there's anything else. Like, we talked about the portal. We 
We talked about the Opera House. We talked about Olivia. I don't think... I don't think there's anything... Oh, you know what? There's this one little tiny thing. Not a big deal. Like, it's just... It's really cosmetic. It's really ancillary. It doesn't really affect anything. But I, I should say it nonetheless. David Robert Jones is alive! He never got cut in half when Peter closed that portal in his face. That never happened. Uh, David Robert Jones in this universe is very much alive. He has very much survived. Uh, in fact, he is thriving. It actually is revealed in this episode that he is the one behind the shapeshifters. Scary British man is back. Scary British man has returned. He is back with a vengeance. Um, yeah. So there's that. That's a thing that that happened. And that is it for this very traumatic segment of things that are different. Oh, God, I I hate that and I'm traumatized by that every bit as much as I'm traumatized by Scary British Man returning. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so, this episode, it is a very different episode. It is not a typical fringe case deal. Uh, this is a mission that Peter and Lincoln go on to the other side. Peter, Lincoln, and Olivia get into this sort of off-the-books operation to cross over into the other universe undetected to, A, get Peter to talk to Walternate, because Walter continues to refuse to help Peter get back to his timeline. Walter continues to refuse to help Peter get back to where he belongs. And now Peter's thinking, well, okay, only other person who's brilliant enough to help me with this machine is Walternate. I gotta go ask Walternate for help, even though I really don't want to. So there's that. Also, much to Peter's chagrin, uh, Lincoln's also piggybacking on this mission to get intel on the organic shapeshifters. Uh, because at this point, we still very much believe that Walternate is who is behind that. So we get that portal, we cross through at the Opera House using that soft spot, piggybacking off of that soft spot. And... Immediately, things are looking sus. Immediately, things are just not looking right. Uh, Walternate is basically cutting off all shapeshifter investigations. Like, Fringe Division shows up to investigate a shapeshifter. No. Not, not letting you investigate this. Uh, Serial Killer McGee, alternate Brandon Fayette, uh, wants to look at a shapeshifter, wants to examine shapeshifter tech. No, you're not investigating this. Walternate is basically making it so that he and only he investigates these organic shapeshifters. Which, given what is known up until this point, 
given what the assumption has been up until this point, that this was Walternate sidestepping the Accord between the two universes, is... That is about as suspicious as suspicious gets. Like, that does not look right. Something is going on there. And Folivia knows that something is wrong there. Folivia immediately is like, this does not look right. This does not look right at all. Uh, I am super suspicious of this. Uh, Other Olivia, Olivia from the other universe, she's paranoid as all hell, but that doesn't make her wrong. (laughs) Like, I think there might be something to this theory that Walternate is sending the human shapeshifters to the other side. Uh, so she and Lincoln are investigating this, and then immediately get sidestepped by, uh, our Lincoln and Peter trying to sneak their way in to Liberty Island. And I love this moment where our Lincoln is pretending to be alternate Lincoln, and is talking to this guard, trying to convince him to just let him through with Peter as a prisoner, quote-unquote, with no, like, real background checks or anything, even goes so far as to convince him that he lost his show-me. So the show-me gets reported lost, and this is what flags alternate Lincoln, and this is what immediately gets his attention. So within, like, a minute, Lincoln and Peter are automatically arrested. And while they're in this transport, going to be interrogated, uh, this one guy gets a call from someone, we don't know who, and immediately, like, just veers off course, kills his partner, and just runs off with Lincoln and Peter, uh, with alternate Lincoln and Folivia chasing after him. Uh, he goes into, like, an alleyway and is about to stage, like, an escape attempt that he thwarted. Uh, so that Lincoln and Peter are just completely off the board entirely. Uh, partner, who is not dead entirely, uh, is able to shoot this dude. Peter and Lincoln are able to get free, are able to take this guy out. And they're able to outsmart Fringe Division a little bit. Lincoln goes in the transport, leads them on a wild goose chase, while Peter Fs off and does other stuff. And Lincoln gets, you know, arrested immediately. And is immediately spouting off the, Hey, uh, Walternate just tried to kill us. Walternate, your, your boss, your Secretary of Defense, just tried to have us killed. Trace the call... Figure out if it came from Walternate. If I'm right, then let me go. And, by the way, the first interactions between the two Lincoln Lees are fantastic. (laughs) Are absolutely freaking amazing. I love how snarky they both are. I love how... Brutally, they both tear each other to pieces. When alternate Lincoln accuses our Lincoln of, like, murdering the two fringe division agents, immediately, without a second hesitation, our Lincoln's just like, yeah, that's right. I came all the way here to murder two fringe agents. Great. 
awesome. No wonder you're a detective. How astute. <laughs> like, just brutal. And then eventually when Folivia and alternate Lincoln lock Lincoln in a maintenance closet <laughs> rather than actually send him into an interrogation room because they're not sure who to trust with this whole shapeshifter thing. Immediately when Lincoln's like, this is a maintenance closet. Alternate Lincoln just immediately, no hesitation, fires back. Oh, how astute. No wonder you're a detective. It's just like... <laughs> Their bant, the banter between the two Lincolns is magnificent. It is god tier. I love it <laughs> so much. <laughs> there are some good moments between the two Lincolns throughout this show. There's going to be one episode where they have an entire subplot together, and it's great. I can't wait to get to that. More on that in a couple weeks. Uh, but anyway, Folivia and alternate Lincoln. They don't believe him, but they don't not believe him either. Like, they're unsure enough about what the hell is happening around them that they're like, you know what? Better safe than sorry. Let's check out his claims. There is a call that came into this guy just before he went nutso. Let's trace it and let's see where it leads. Let's see what happens. Because this isn't adding up. None of this is really shaping out the way it's supposed to. While this happens, Peter, as a last resort, goes over to Elizabeth. Alternate Elizabeth. Breaks into her home talks to her, Elizabeth immediately recognizes him as Peter. Like, immediately. Like, in an instant. And they have a nice conversation. Elizabeth's like, you know, I always, this is how I comforted myself. I always knew if another universe existed, and there had to be more, that somewhere you're good, somewhere you grew up, somewhere you had a life, and everything was fine. And then after this beautiful conversation uh, and Peter's request to take him to Walternate, the military immediately shows up and arrests him. And also, they almost kill him. And then Elizabeth, like a badass, steps between Peter and the military and goes, No! No! This man is not a threat! There has been a misunderstanding. Take us to my husband right now. Like, she immediately, like, mama bears it. And it's amazing. Uh, but they're taken to Walternate. And Walternate has this, like, wonderful, Oh, it's my son. It's a miracle. He came back. Oh, my God. That as soon as Elizabeth leaves the room, Peter immediately calls out his bullshit. Like, yeah, you knew. You absolutely knew. Yeah, and Walter is just like, yeah, I, uh, I knew about your existence for some time. I've been monitoring uh, intelligence dispatches from the other side. And Peter's just like, if by monitoring you mean stealing, then sure. You've been monitoring. And Peter immediately is like, look, I don't care about any of this shapeshifter stuff. 
It's not my fight. Let me be very clear. I do not like you, but I need you to help me get back to the other side. To help me get back uh, to my timeline, rather. And there's this big confrontation. Walternet's playing it very stoic. Walternet's, like, being very reserved about this. He calls Brandon in, and he's like, hey, hey, Brandon. Uh, you know my operations better than anyone. Uh, you see anything to... To tell me for sure that uh, I'm definitely responsible for the shapeshifters? And Brandon's like, no, no. No, no, I saw, I saw nothing. And then alternate's like, okay. And then, like, takes this, like, futuristic-looking device and zaps him with it. Like, just shorts him out. And it is revealed that serial killer McGee, alternate Brandon Fayette, is indeed a shapeshifter. And Walternet reveals in this moment, yeah, this isn't me. This isn't me at all. I have no idea who's doing this. But it's very clear they are infiltrating both sides. Uh, a bunch of levels of my government have been infiltrated by the shapeshifters. Uh, whoever's doing it is a threat to literally all of us. Look, Peter, I, I, I'm going to help you. I'm going to do what I can. You gotta send a message back to the other side telling them it's not me because I am not the enemy here. Uh, believe it or not, I am not trying to murder 7 billion people this time. <laughs> this time. This time. So, Walternet's not doing this. Who is? Uh, Folivia and Lincoln trace that call to, like, a warehouse somewhere. It is at this point that they bring Broyles into the loop, saying, like, hey, uh, we tracked uh, this call that was placed to this agent just before they tried to kill Peter and Lincoln uh, to this place. We're going to go check it out. And then they leave, and Broyles calls David Robert Jones and is like, hey, they're coming to you. So alternate Broyles is working for David Robert Jones. Maybe is a shapeshifter. He is involved in this operation in some capacity. And David Robert Jones is like, cool, we'll be waiting for them. And it becomes very clear in this moment that he's the one behind the shapeshifters. He's the one infiltrating both universes. And as if this wasn't enough, as if this madness, as if all that wasn't enough for one episode, they then have this brilliant ending... Where the Observer shows up, appears to Olivia, having been shot, somehow, we don't know how he's been shot, but we know he has been, and says, I have seen all possible futures, and in every one, the result is the same. You have to die. And he just leaves. So we have mysterious bullet wound on the Observer. And also, like, this grim prophecy that Olivia's definitely going to die at some point in the near future. 
I told you this is where it kicks off. I told you this is where the story really begins. There's so much I want to say. There's so much I want to say. There's so much I want to say. I will save it for tomorrow when we talk about the second part of this arc, which, hey boy. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot here, to say the least. If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through the, every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a pushful button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll put up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 9. Talk to you then.